Welcome to C-Suite Radio. Welcome to Mitchell Levy Presents AHA Moments. Mitchell is a thought leader, entrepreneur, and TEDx speaker who helps you think big and lead an authentic life. Each week, Mitchell gives leaders the inspiration they need to make a greater impact and share their genius with the world. Now, here's Mitchell Levy. In this episode, which comes from Grow Your 1099 with Josh Jones and Mitchell Levy, we're talking about trust. The most important element to be able to do business with anyone else is that trust factor. You need to know them. You need to like them or they need to know you. They need to like you and they need to trust you. So Josh Jones and I are spending time in this episode talking about that concept of trust. How do you garner it? How do you create it? How do you extend it? How does it work for you? This is absolutely a worthwhile episode to, to think through. And if you're interested, feel free to tune in to other episodes of Grow Your 1099 with Mitchell Levy and Josh Jones. Bye now. I'm Mitchell Levy, the AHA guy at AHA That. And we've got another exciting episode of Grow Your 1099. This is Josh. Um, I'm no, no, not Josh. This is Josh Jones, the Josh Jones, the Josh Jones. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna help you grow your 1099. That's what, that's what we're here for. So, one of, one of the things that I actually wanted to to talk about today was, um, so I was watching your TED talk, Mitchell, which was awesome. Thank you, thank um, you, and thank you. <laughs> thanks for watching and thanks for liking it. <laughs> We should include the, the the link to it at the bottom of, of this video so everybody can can check it out. Um, but, Good suggestion. Um, the uh, TED Talk was um, talking about uh, thought leadership, but the first thing that really struck me was when you were talking about trust and you were talking about, uh, well, so well, you, you can get into this in a little bit, but what trust is, and you were talking about vulnerability, integrity, and authenticity. And there was a story that you shared um, that you're basically talking with, you know, leader of a company, CEO who makes all the big decisions. And it's like, you get in front of this person and it's like, I'm scared. You know, everybody's scared to talk to this person because you don't want to say the wrong thing. You don't want to offend them. He asked you what you thought about something and you said, I think it sucks. <laughs> I think it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and and then what what was it that that he he responded to you? Oh, you know, and and this was uh, it, it's in the TED Talk. Is um, I got a short URL ad as well. It's aha.pub slash TED Talk. So a h a dot p u b slash TED Talk. And uh, and what happened is I and I say this uh, on the stage. I didn't actually. I know I didn't do this. But in my mental mind, I went like this and backed up. Because I'm thinking, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm going to say it. I'm going to actually be vulnerable. And I'm going to really be authentic. And I'm going to share what I think. But, hey, listen, feel free to hit me away because I'm ready. And he leaned in, you know, that leaning concept. And he said, Mitchell, you know, he goes, God, no one ever, no one ever talks to me like that. Tell me more. Yeah. <laughs> right, right there the level of trust that he had in you because you were, you have that, that integrity, that authenticity, like you were, you were more important in that moment than anybody who had flattered him or said, yeah, your ideas are great. It was, Hey, this, this actually, this, this isn't good. 
something needs to change with this. Yeah, so so here's an important element. <laughs> and and for direct door-to-door selling, this is a lot easier. When you're in front of somebody and you're one-on-one, it's a private conversation. You've got to get to the point where you could say that and people respect you as an authority so you could actually say whatever you want to say. Where you have to be careful is if you want to criticize somebody, you don't do it publicly, right? You don't go on social media and, and I wouldn't say that in any form that was recorded or shown or written about because I absolutely lose trust if it, if it seems like I'm saying it for me then I lose trust. What it seemed like when I would make a statement like that, I'm not saying it for me, I'm saying it for him or I'm saying it for whoever's on the other side. Does that make sense? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So the, the thing that's, you know, I'll just show you, the, I'll show you the screen from the dead talk because it, it, it'll reinforce visually. The, uh, so here's, the, here's, here's a, a piece of the talk and there's this long URL. Remember, it's ahadapub slash TED talk. And, Specifically, uh, the talk is called Being Seen and Being Heard as a Thought Leader. And let's, we could talk about that. But what I really wanted to focus on is in this particular case, we're talking about how do you be you, right? And it's, it's so this is the B of, of, of being, being seen and being heard. It's who, who do you, how can you be you? And the way you could be you when you're interacting with other people is that they trust you. Right. In order to interact with people, they have to know, like, and trust you. But this is the trust piece of it. And trust comes from demonstrating on a continual basis that you're vulnerable. Yeah. Right. So if things bother you or if you get something wrong, you tell people you got it wrong. Uh, showing integrity. Right. Don't give somebody an answer here and a different answer here because it's going to work for you. No, no, no. It's the same answer, even if it's not one that the person you're talking with wants to hear, as long as you present it properly, you're allowed to have different opinions. Mm-hmm. And the authentic piece of it is, is truly, the, the problem I have when somebody is actually showing a lack of integrity is they're not being authentic, right? Or uh, you and I had a conversation about uh, thought leadership is sharing other people's content. If all you're doing is sharing your content all the time, it's all about me, 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 you're, you're not considered authentic at all. Right, what your 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 scope is so narrow that how can I trust you? Because all you can do is talk about you, <laughs> right? And and so all of this is really uh, interesting, and that's kind of for me it's interesting because the when I started thinking about the TED talk, I spent so much time thinking about so it's broken into four pieces, right? Um, and the trust piece is how do you be you? The next piece is how do you care about somebody else? After that is how do you demonstrate you're a thought leader? And then the fourth piece is how do you actually view? What's the landscape in which you're viewing success, right? So how do you define success? And so this one is about B, right? And if you wake up in the morning and you don't like you. (laughs) Why would anybody else? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Thank you. And so if you take a look at our past episodes of the salespeople that were successful, one thing you heard is that they were them, yeah. right? And, and that's really, to me, I, I think a lot of time in kind of how we grew up in the industrial age is that when we went to work, we put on a hat 
And that hat at work was a different hat than the hat we had when we actually were home or with friends. And the hat we had at work, and this is the hat when I went to a corporate life, which I shared in the TED Talk, that I had I had was the hat that I thought my boss, whoever it was, wanted me to wear. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's not the right hat. You know, if you want to be happy, you want to live life just day-to-day happy, if you could wear the same hat everywhere, right, and not worry about it, although I have different color hats, but that's a different story. But if you could actually just be you, now clearly there's stuff that happens in your family you don't want to talk about at work. That I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about you as a person. Your vulnerability, integrity, and authenticity should be consistent no matter where you are. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree with that. And, and actually I've, I've recognized that in, in the past actually couple of days, I had a customer who he, he was so confused why he was saying yes. He was so really? confused. Yeah. He was, he was like, I never buy anything from anyone. <laughs> and he was just like, what, what is going on? And like, he verbalized that multiple times where he was just like, this is really weird. Like, and he even told me like, it, it was the neatest thing to hear him expose like himself and say, like, I had these, he was basically saying, I had these smoke screens where I was just trying to get you out of my house. I was trying to get you to leave. And I told you like all the reasons why I wasn't going to do this. And I, I had other things that I was doing. And then he, he just outlined for me everything and just, he was like, he was like, but for some reason, like this just, this just makes sense. And, and so what, what happened? What do you think in the context of being trustworthy or generating trust, what did you do? You know, I, I actually, t- today I was, I was talking about that experience with one of my sales reps and I was saying there's, there's little minor things that happen that you say throughout your interactions with people where they get that, that authenticity from you. They also get a a different level of positivity. They get to, they they get to know who you are. And one of them is when people ask me how I'm doing, it's, it's really easy to say, Oh yeah, I'm doing, doing good. Like there's, it's so easy to just be like, whatever nonchalant about how are you doing? But one of the things that I've, I've started doing and recognize that I've started doing lately is I'm just like, you know what? It's been a really great week for me. And like, just that's, that's my response. And like, I feel like that right there catches people off guard where it's like, wait a second, nobody says, yeah, it's been a great week for me. And just, just that right there, that, that has this, I don't know, this charisma or this, it's like, wow, like, mm. this guy's actually happy. I want to spend time with this guy. And I trust that if I spend a little bit more time with you, maybe some of that good week will rub off on me. I uh, Thank you, by the way, for my now new aha moment. Because <laughs> I, what I always say when it's true is I, people say, how are you? I'm doing awesome. Right. And, but it was just a generic comment. I'm doing awesome. And, and I do get the, the people go who who you could, even if I'm just on a telephone, you could hear them going, wait a second. I didn't expect that. I mean, they may not follow through, but you know, they're, they're stepping back and going, that's not what I expected. Now, 
awesome is so generic. I mean, it, it works, right? It, it gets people in the mood that I want to get them into. But I like your statement that has, it's a couple more words, and it has that much more specific, specificity. No, specific. I can't say it. Specificity. <laughs> Thank <I know>. you. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to say it. So um, to be able to say, I've had a great day so far, or I've had a great week so far, or this is the most killer month I've had in my life. Uh, yeah. Or 2017 was so amazing. I'm still riding the coattails of 2018. I, I will, in my interactions, switch the word awesome and add a little bit more yeah. because I think people don't know how to respond to the awesome word. But if you actually say great week, great day, great 2017, yeah. you're now providing an opportunity for them to respond like, oh, I mean, and if they're interested, they'll pick up and they'll say, oh, what did you do in 2017 or what happened today? Right. I mean, whereas awesome, why, you know, when people say why you're awesome, then you give that canned response and it's not the same. I think, I think what it also does, I think it touches on that authenticity piece of it where it's, it's really easy to say, yeah, it's everything. Everything's awesome. Like, have you seen the the Lego movie? I don't know if I did. It's they they've got a theme song that they sing throughout the whole time, where it's like everything mm. is awesome. Oh, well, you have the right kids for that. Mine, mine, <laughs> mine, uh, mine, mine is not the right age. So it's, it's really funny because with kids, I uh, a lot of times now I talk about cartoons and kids movies that I never would have before. Um, I. Side note, side tangent. I was giving advice to uh, one of my sales reps last night who has daughters as well, same same ages as mine. And I I said, and and just you know, to to quote Frozen, the past is in the past. And so it was just like it's this um, Disney princess movie that everyone who has daughters has seen. Right. And yeah. Anyways rewind no 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 Not, well no no it, we're gonna cover another episode where you end up quoting experts and 80 percent of the content you share is from other people quoting a disney movie the past is in the past you're that's perfect <laughs> but um so that that piece though of, of authenticity when you say you know it, it gives you this moment of huh how am i doing and it's like you know what this week's been great just by by doing that rather than having your automatic response be yeah awesome it's huh let me let me actually reflect a little bit yeah my day my day's actually been really good or man it's been yeah it's been a great week for me that brings this whole new level of authenticity to what you're saying and that's a very early piece of your interaction with somebody and yeah. that helps start that that relationship of trust that authenticity piece of of the trust Nice. Little, it's a, a, such a little thing. And there's little mm. things, which, um, you know, one of my favorite books ever, um, How to Win Friends and Influence People. He talks about all of these just little things that you change, just little tweaks that you make where it's like, you know, all of us in general are probably great people to be around. But we've got little things that when we're in public, when we're dealing with people, it just it needs to be refined a little bit more to have that have that relationship of trust 
And my favorite thing that it talks about in that book is the idea of being genuine. And, and that's, that, that comes back to that same thing. Authenticity, gen, gen, oh man, now I'm having trouble saying words. Genu, genuinity. Sorry. <laughs> it's contagious. It is contagious. <laughs> but that's, yeah, that's, that's one of the things that I see with it is be yourself, be you, be genuine. And people, people like that more than, more than the facade. Well, I think the trust piece, which is interesting, particularly you're knocking on doors, you know, whether you're selling online or knocking on doors or actually anything you do in life. Here's my conclusion the other day is if, if we go through life and all of us are project managers, salespeople and marketing people, that's kind of just, you know, everything we do in life, we're doing all three of those things. Um, so the thing that's interesting when you're knocking on somebody's door and you're a stranger, how do you get to that trust level? Because if I'm going to buy from one solar salesperson versus another, I want to buy from the person who I actually trust, that I know they have my interest at heart, not just their commission check, their 1099. You know, and all the people we've brought on so far have had a one of the things that you guys, that you and your team teach so well, you and the company is the ability that you're not selling them something. You're helping them improve their lives by. Mm-hmm. So in order to be the person who could help somebody improve their lives by, right? If you've chosen a dentist, you got a cavity, that dentist is helping you improve your life by. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's your truth. You know, you don't think about the bill you're paying and you trust that he has the best or she has the best way to solve that issue, right? And that word trust, how did that come about, right? And as you think about your interactions with people, are you really being you, right? So it's, once again, it goes back to those elements of authenticity, integrity, vulnerability. Vulnerability is a very interesting one, particularly when you're selling stuff, because to me, there are people, let's say you, and and I think about my roof, we need to replace the roof, but I'm, you know, I'm one of those guys. I'm not going to replace it till I really, really have to. So I can't get solar on my house until my roof is replaced. So if somebody comes to my house and I make that statement, they, they have to, they have to relate to my, why I have that rationale before I'll even accept them in my mindset. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it had to be vulnerable. So, hey, maybe this is not right for you right now. Here's, here are potential things of when it would be right and what you would do. Hmm. Yeah. And just it's, it's basically getting, getting on your side and being like, yeah, you know what? Maybe this isn't for you right now. Yeah. No, not that right there. That, it's like, wow. If, if, if somebody said that to you right away, you'd be like, hey, you're on my side right now. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to listen to what you have because you've got my best interest in mind. But then what if in that conversation, someone's like, yeah, yeah, I was looking at your roof. It does look like it's, it's pretty old. Um, you know, there might be a program that, that could work for you where if, well, you'd have to be, you'd have to be approved for it, but basically we can install a brand new roof and put panels up for you and you just pay for the two things together 
as one, one payment. And what it'll do is it'll actually lock in your electric bill and you may get a tax credit for redoing your roof because it's for the solar. So, so. that, that <laughs> scenario is given from somebody who has built up enough respect, that scenario is something I'd listen to. Yeah. If, if they, there, there has to be this pullback of, wait a second, I'm not just trying to, trying to push this on you. I've got to figure out what's going to be in your best interest. Right. Another, another thing that I was thinking of with, with vulnerability is you kind of open up yourself and your life a little bit to your, to your clients. And so something that I, I actually have on my, my iPad is I have, a, I have a picture of my kids, which I don't, I don't know where my iPad is, but I have a picture of my kids on the front of it. And all the time I have people ask me, oh, is that your family? And mm. I have this, this opportunity to open up and share some of these per- personal details about my life, things, things that are important, things that are special to me. And by doing that, I'm, I'm basically, I'm inviting them into my life. And that, that's like, okay, you just invited me into your life. I'm going to invite you into my life a little bit now. Right. So it's just, it's, it's the natural process of, I mean, if you were dating somebody, you share, you share little details about yourself and, and gradually get to know each other. And it builds that, that relationship. If you went on a date with somebody for the first time and didn't share any personal details and give open up and give any, any vulnerability to them, you're not getting a second date. No, but it's it's really interesting because it's the same concept. You, you you can't share the wrong stuff, right? Oh, yeah, you can't seem like it's forced, right? You can't force this, right? Yeah. You just have to be it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's the thing is for me, I can't I can't force being like, oh, here here's my cute kids. Like you should see them. <laughs> like this is gonna make you like me. It's I have to genuinely have my kids be one of the most important things in my life. And that naturally shows that shows in in the way that I talk, like they're, they're extremely important to me. And at one point in my, in my interactions with my customers, whether, whether it's deliberate or, or not, it's, it's usually just, I I just got a text from my wife and she said, my kid did this. That was really cute. And I, and I share that with my customer, like, that that right there just i don't know it it completely changes the dynamics of it it goes from being i'm the salesperson to you're my friend who i'm going to buy something from you and and you could so just to be clear you could only do that if you've opened up the door and talked about your kids in the past yeah right yep. um what what i often do as my wife is generally <laughs> good at just calling on the on the in the middle of the business day when I'm out when it's an emergency. So when my wife calls, I often will say, "Oh, this is the bad phone. It's my wife. If she's calling, I got to answer." <laughs> and and there's a level of respect of how I say that where I'm talking about my wife that way mm-hmm. that the person on the other side says, you know, can relate to it in a yeah. positive way. Oh yeah, well so I've, I've seen that before where if I ignore something like that, like I've, I've had it before where it's like, oh, this is one of my customers calling and it's like, oh, I'll just, I'll just ignore this. 
they're like, answer the phone for your customer. <laughs> and it's like, if you're, if I'm going to be one of your customers, I don't want you to give, give me the, what do they call it? The, the FU button is where you ignore them. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to be your customer if you're going to do that to me. So exactly. answer the phone for them. Same thing with your, with your spouse. If you're going to treat your spouse that way, well, how do you think you're going to treat, treat me as a customer if you do that to your spouse? Right. And I, so it's so funny because I think we've hit the nail on the B, right? The integrity, the, the authenticity of vulnerability. If you don't, if, if, if you have a spouse that may be sick, let's say, and is calling you more than normal, um, then you might have to say, hey, my, my, and actually, and if it's a cold sick, you may not want to say that, but if it's, let's say, a diagnosis of, uh, of an illness, you could say, hey, my wife's having a problem. I, I need to address this. Can I, do you mind if I take this? And then if you come back and say, I got to, I, I, this is really important. Can I, do you mind if I come back? Right. That's being vulnerable. They could say, yes, I do mind. In which case you could say, I, I understand. How about I'll follow through in a couple of weeks. We'll see if things are better. Right. You, there are things to, to do. The, the, person who says oh here's my wife she's she's running to the hospital i'll get there later right once again who who wants to interact with a person like that right and so the if you could be you right or or when you knock at somebody's door and you know it's going to it should be an hour and a half and you goes, listen i decided to knock in here because i just i wanted to get one more call in but my kid has a soccer game in an hour and i need to leave and in 30 minutes and it may not take that long, but if in 30 minutes, if, if I'm going to shake your hand and run in case we should go, cause I got to see my kid play. Right. And, and people respect that self-awareness and your desire to do the right thing for those around you. Well, the thing is, it's, it's not just about, it's not all about your clients as well because people, people will respect that your customers will respect that. And hopefully Hopefully it doesn't, it, it improves their opinion of you as, as a person and as a, as a salesperson, but even more important than that, for that example, is what your kids think of you, what your spouse thinks mm. of you. And this, this is, this is called grow your 1099, but the overall theme of it is growth. And so growth as a person, that, that trust that you have with those people that you know, you're the most vulnerable with, you have the most authenticity with um, your family members and those, those that are the closest to you. That's the most important trust to be building. So if you say, I'm going to be at this soccer game, then you better be at that soccer game and not let, uh, not let a customer take precedence over that. That right there leads to more happiness, more fulfillment, more satisfaction in what you're doing that satisfaction, that happiness, that fulfillment then bounces back to more success in the workplace. And it's this positive spiral up effect that, that you have. Um, the last, the last thought that I, um, is having, so we talked about vulnerability, authenticity. I think we touched a little bit on integrity, but I had a thought from, uh, actually Dave Yates. So he's mm. one of the, the Yates brothers that, 
that came on the show a, a, a couple months back. And one of the things that he, he teaches in his office is he says, um, if somebody asks you a question, the, the way you respond is you punch them in the face with the truth. And that's, that's it. Like just live, live by that. Right. And there's, there's the integrity in a nutshell, punch them in the face with the truth. And was it Dave or Doug who said every day they wake up and they do first thing they make their bed? It was Dave, right? Oh, I don't remember. I don't so, remember. I can't remember either. So if if you do remember, if it pops in your head, let them know that every day I wake up, I think of whichever one of the Yates brothers and I make my best. Great. One thing done. <laughs> nice. Oh, man. Yeah, no, this... I, I love I love all the episodes that, that we've we've recorded so far. I feel like there's so much amazing content just in all the previous episodes. If you haven't had a chance yet, um, go back through, um, watch them. There's the Yates interview is one of my one of my personal favorites, and we've mm-hmm. had some some other just stellar stellar um, content in the previous ones. And, and I want to I want to add, and I I liked you personally, and I'm and I'm enjoying doing this because of what you just said not the watch the gates things rewind just a little bit before. And that was uh, you're creating people who are just have a happier life. When I did the Ted talk. How cool would it be that everyone you interact with was trustworthy because they were just themselves. You know, they, they were authentic and integrity and vulnerable and they just, you just, there was no bullshit. It was just, Sorry, there's no BS, right? They were just them. And God, we'd live a much better, much happier life. And I think that's, if this episode's about trust, the question that you need to ask yourself is everyone you interact with, do they actually trust you? And are you doing the types of things to be trustworthy? And if not, well, maybe you should. Make some changes. I feel I feel like this this stems back to if you ever go to any kind of a marriage counselor, this is the conversation that you should be having. Trust is probably at the root of of any any marital disputes, any marital issues that you have, any any family problems that you have is I bet it could relate back to what we've talked about here with integrity, authenticity and vulnerability. Beautiful. So, hey, watch watch this episode. Watch the TED Talk. It's 18 minutes. Share it with friends. Actually, 17 and change. Um, it's ahadapub slash TED Talk. I'll put the link up there. Josh, this was great. Thanks for bantering on this particular topic. I'm excited about it. This is good. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for watching. All right. Take care now. Bye. This is Mitchell Levy, the AHA guy from AHA That. Thanks for listening to this episode of Grow Your 1099 where Josh Jones and I are helping to propel the door-to-door sales industry as one that's a great occupation. To learn more about Grow Your 1099, go to http colon slash slash aha.pub slash grow your 1099. And to learn more about creating and sharing your aha moments, go to ahathat.com slash author, where you can also find a link to book strategy session. You've been listening to C-Suite Radio. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.